0: Hey friends, welcome to the Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast, a podcast that's not about growing marijuana or gardening, but is about living in radical faith and full submission to God. I'm sure glad you're here. The Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things podcast is hosted by me, Connie Lawson, and airs Mondays and Fridays on your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to check me out on social media both Instagram and Facebook at Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things. You can also go to our website at blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings.com to leave your prayer requests or a comment and to read our blog whenever I write one, which is not very frequently because speaking is my jam, not writing. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get this show started. Hey friends, welcome to the show. This is your host, Connie, coming to you from Oklahoma City. I am sure glad you're here and I have stopped by to listen to the program. I hope you've had a great week. I wanted to let you know that my dear and precious grandma passed away this past week and she actually passed away on my birthday. I was hoping that wouldn't be the case. Um, I know what it's like with the twins and having lost our son, essentially the the day after birth, uh, not even a full day, just 16 hours after. But I know from my own walk that that was particularly hard to have a birthday and a life celebration at the same time that you were burying someone. I mean, it's hard. And I was concerned for my mom and and everything that was so close to my grandma and just our family in general because it's hard when you have a celebration taking place on the same day that you want to grieve. So we'll see how that works out in the future. I'm sure it will be fine. We'll learn to go on and to be able to manage both sets of feelings. But you know, I really was hoping that it wouldn't happen that way. (laughs) But that's funny because God often works by walking us through that thing that we're afraid of or that thing that we feel like we can't do or whatever. And I know that in his divine wisdom, he knows better than I do. And so maybe it will be a precious thing. Maybe it will be something that, you know, causes her life to be more richly remembered every year. But regardless, it is what it is and we have to make the choice to move on and make the best out of what we've been given and to trust the Lord. And so that's what I'm determined to do. Today we're going to continue talking about healing. Um, The last couple weeks have been monumental in my own healing journey and in understanding more and more and more about healing. And I want to start and I want to read you a verse that's been super comforting to me in the past as I was, you know, kind of in the the phase of of being delivered and um just accepting, learning to come to terms with what was lying before me in the path of everything that I had to overcome and the things that I had to accept responsibility for, and this verse has just been an anchor to my soul, and I want it to be for you as well. It's going to be a familiar verse, but I'm going to read it in the amplified version, and so it's going to be much more wordy, but it's going to be much more full of a vibrant sense of what the Lord wants to speak to your heart regarding your healing journey. And so the verse I'm going to read you is Isaiah 41, verse 10. And it says, Fear not, there is nothing to fear, for I am with you. Do not look around you in terror, and do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will harden you to difficulties. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will hold you up. Yes, I will retain you with my victorious right hand of righteousness, rightness, and justice. Is that not beautiful? Friends, this right here is the description of healing. It's not God removing Our past. It's not God replacing what we've been through. It's not the removal of our baggage and the removal of our quirks. It's being strengthened and hardened to difficulties. Why is that healing? Because on this earth, life doesn't necessarily get easier. You get better at handling it, you get better at knowing your God. You get better at understanding his ways. It's not that he changes your life. It's that he changes you internally. And your internal changes are what puts on a different pair of sunglasses for you to look out of. It's what changes your view on what's right and what's wrong, on what's wise and what's foolish on what's from God and what's not from God. It's what changes your ability to handle the negative comments from others and the trials that you go through. That's healing. It's learning to walk through life, not necessarily even absent with the absence of fear, but it's being able to walk through it where before you would have been stopped. It's it's being able to acknowledge something when before you would have been ignorant. It's being able to value something that before you deemed worthless. And that includes yourself. And so oftentimes we get our perception of what healing is or what comfort is or what protection is because we assume that it means something safe and warm and cozy and easy when it's the opposite. The Lord is healing you by making you strengthened and hardened to difficulties, not by necessarily taking you out of a difficult situation. It's a beautiful thing when you realize that you don't need things to get better circumstantially for your life to be rich and your God to be big. Today I want to talk to you, I would like to say about a couple things, but who knows how well that will go. <laughs> Just kind of a good intermediary comment to make as you jump from one little branch of the tree to the next. I try to stay on topic, but you know, we all do our best. I've got so much rolling around here in my mind. Today I do want to start by telling you something that the Lord spoke to me so clearly this last week. Well, it was actually two weeks ago. Two weeks ago the Lord spoke this to me. I was at a Bible study. And in this Bible study, we have prayer partners. And my prayer partner um, was talking with me. And we were talking about her children. And one of her children struggles. And I know a lot of people that struggle, myself being one of them. Maybe you know someone with autism or a behavioral problem or ADHD or a compulsive disorder or they um, just overeat a ton or they're alcoholics. Any form of anything really fits this. But one thing that I notice when I talk to people. And I really want you to listen because I want you to analyze yourself right now is what I'm about to say something that you do. And if it's something that you do, I don't want you to judge yourself. I want you to take notice of it. And I want you to listen very intently and very deeply to what I'm about to say, because I believe that it will offer you some very, very good insight into a counterproductive way that you might be viewing yourself. And if you are doing this, I'm going to offer you some simple advice as to how you can start to change your thought patterns. So this mom was talking to me, and she has a particular child that she's struggling with. And she's struggling because this child is struggling. Different behavioral things going on, different... Um, You know, just those types of things. And she started off by telling me, this child is a good child. They're sweet. They're, you know, they're helpful. They really try. So she started out by telling me reasons why. She gave me a defense of her child. She gave me a defense for the reason that she could, should be able to tell me her prayer requests about this child that would not that would help me not feel put off by it, that would help me not to look at, at his, his or her issues and go, ooh, that's too much, or ooh, that's shameful, or ooh, that's, I don't, you know, my kid doesn't do that which sadly a lot of us do when we hear the struggles, the behavioral struggles or the mental health struggles of another um, person, whether it be a child or an adult, we immediately feel a little bit put off, like I could handle this if it were cancer, but not that they got a little bit of that crazy juice. And so what I hear What I heard from this mom and what the Lord showed me in that moment was every time I talk to people, every time I have an opportunity to share my faith, every time I meet a new potential person that I would like to be friends with, I do one thing first. I lay out my defense before them. I lay out the reasons why they should give me a chance. I lay out how I'm a good girl. I lay out how I love Jesus and how I'm not crazy. I put out a defense to get other people to not back away from me. And as I listened to this mom, my heart so resonated with her because just as she felt this instinctive need defend her child to me before she could ask for prayer to let me see that he really was worth something her heart had to out of anxiety and fear of rejection lay out a defense and friends in the moment the Lord showed me something and told me something that I have needed to hear for all the 37 years I've been alive And what he spoke to my spirit, I spoke to this mom, and I said, The biggest gift you can give yourself and your child is to stop needing to defend them. It's not that you don't recognize your weakness, but it's that you come to a place where you understand You don't have to defend who you are or who your child is because you know who you are in Christ. Yes, you see your weakness, but you know your strengths. You see your limitations, but you don't need others to approve you in order for you to find or believe in your worth. Because for you as a person... It has become settled. It is settled. In Christ, it is settled. And therefore, it needs no defending. Because your worth and your value is secure, regardless of what pre-existing condition you have. You don't need to explain why Jesus saved you for the sake of having people not run from you. You don't need to explain your deficit, your illness, your emotional hang-up for the sake that people not run away from you or that people approve you. Friend, for God, it is settled. You were created as you are for a purpose. And as Paul said in the Bible, he had a thorn in his flesh that God gave it to him. It wasn't something that he he did because he, you know, that Paul caused because Paul was so sinful. No. God gave him the thorn in the flesh. And why? Because it was to keep him humble because of the level of the revelation that God had given him. It is no different to be a person in this world with Down syndrome or bipolar or disassociative identity disorder. Yes, I know what that is. Or to be a highly sensitive person. Or to be a person that is depressed. Or to be a person that has struggled with addiction. Your Redemption and your worth do not need defending. Because God has already decided. He decided it back at Calvary. And so for you, it can be decided. And as long as you look to other people to fill you up, you're going to keep cracking. And everybody knows that a cracked vessel can't hold anything. The only thing that it's good for is to continue to be cracked and broken unless that cracked vessel realizes that it's damaged and it gives itself over to the potter to be smashed and remade. The smashing is the healing. It's the acceptance and the remaking is the hard process of relearning. You don't need to defend yourself to another person so that they won't run away. So that there will be more of a chance that they'll like you. If people don't like you, that's their loss and they don't deserve to know you. It truly says nothing about you and everything about them. I know that that is so elementary. But some things you just shouldn't improve on. And this is one of them. If people don't see your worth and your value, then you don't want their friendship. Because your worth and your value is not something that's decided by every person you come in contact with. The healing that God has done in your life is not to be debated by every potential boyfriend or girlfriend. No, your worth has staying power, unchangeable and immovable in Christ himself. And the thing is, is that Christ has already determined you were worth saving. Back at Calvary, Christ is pursuing you. Christ led you to this podcast because he wants you to know. You don't need Other people to affirm you. It's great if they do, but it is not necessary. Your worth is not dependent on anyone else saying you are worthy. So come to the place inside of you where you know that you know that you know. That you were bought and paid for with a price. And that your worth is not changeable by the next Tom, Dick, or Sally that you meet. And what their decided opinion is of you. And you do not need to defend yourself. Because Jesus Christ is the lifter of your head. And he is lifting your head. So lift your head, child of God. And walk confidently and bravely and boldly into whatever lies ahead for you. There is no reason to be filled with shame because of your past. Your past is the platform for your usefulness. Your past is the platform for your wisdom. Your past has what made you has what has made you what you are. It is not without value. It is the most valuable asset that you have. And it needs no defending for it to find its worth. So, I told that mama that And at the same time, I told her that I was speaking to my own soul. Oh, how long I have wanted to have the understanding that I didn't need affirmation from other people. And you may say, Well, how do I do that, Connie? It's not easy. It's not something I can just, a switch I can just flip on or off. And no, it's not. It's not. It's not easy. But some practical places to start are realizing that you do it. If this is you, you need to see how little you think of yourself. And you need to bring that before the Lord. And you need to tell him that you see that you are looking to people to fill you up. And that you realize that by continuing to do that, you're staying in the same vicious cycle. You need to realize that Jesus is the only one that can fill these holes in your life. And not only is he the only one who can, he's the only one that all the time, every time, every hour, of every day wants to. Some people want to affirm you. Some people truly love you. But they will not be able to do that in a way that will actually lead to healing. Because on no man can rest the burden that belongs only to the Lord. Jesus is the only one who can fill those holes. Jesus is the one that wants to fill those holes. And Jesus is the one who is ready to fill those holes. There is no uh, meet the deductible before you come. Do this checklist of items and maybe I'll consider you. Put in an application and I'll get to you. That is not how Jesus works. Right now, He is ready to begin working in your life and healing your heart. And so, the biggest thing to do is to boldly acknowledge that this is a weakness that you have and go before the Lord and say, Lord, I do this. I don't know how to stop. Help me. It really is that simple. And being that simple, it is still very hard because we like to think that there's more to it. We like to go back to our old ways without realizing that we've gone back. But there is no other way to find healing than through the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Through the access that you have to him as a believer. And acknowledging That you can't do it and you don't know how to do it is really the only necessity. Because Jesus works in our weakness. In our weakness he is strong, that's scriptural. For when I am weak he is strong. And it's in our weakness that he is free to move about however he wills, however he desires. And sometimes it's just that acknowledgement. Yes, I do this. I defend myself so that I won't be dismissed by people. I don't love myself. I don't value myself. Lord, I don't believe you value me. And I don't want to do that anymore. Help me. And you leave the rest to him. Because the truth is, your life and you are very valuable to the Lord. You are so precious. That if it were back in time and everyone else on the face of the earth were perfect, and you were the only sinner, he would have died for you. You are not a number in seven billion people. No, the hairs on your head are numbered. The days of your life when you were in your mother's womb were written. Your name is known when you get up and when you lie down, your comings and your goings. The Lord knows you. He loves you. He is intimately involved in your life. And just because you don't believe it is so me does not mean that it's not so. He is all of these things to you. All of the time. And the best thing that you can do is be honest with him. Wrestle it out. Because you are not a person of low value. You are highly esteemed and you are greatly loved. And if you don't know Jesus, I believe that this podcast, and I am not in any way saying that my words are spoken from God, or that I'm a prophetess, or any of, I'm not saying those things, but the Lord uses truth to pull people in, believers and unbelievers alike, and if you are an unbeliever, and by chance listening to this podcast, it is the Lord pulling you in, it is because he is exactly Everything that you have possibly heard about him from the living God, the lover of souls. Maybe you haven't heard that about him, but that's what he is. And he is calling you to know him. And if you are interested in doing that, all you need to do is believe and ask him to come into your heart and believe that he is the only way for forgiveness of sins and eternal life he is the one true God believe that you are a sinner in need of a savior and ask him to come into your heart and if you have any faith questions you can absolutely reach me at my website we blog.weedseedsandbeautifulthings I don't go there a lot because I'm not a really a writer I'm a speaker, and so I get my my website messed up. Uh, You can also reach me on Instagram or Facebook in the DM section under Weed, Seeds, and Beautiful Things. I welcome comments and questions and any struggles you're having. If my voice sounds a little off tonight, I've been battling a cold. Not COVID, just a cold. And so I might sound a little bit, I don't know what I sound like, maybe dull. (laughs) But anyway, friends, your life is valuable. Your heart is valuable to the Lord. And He is reaching out to you. Don't turn Him away. Don't turn Him away. Because you're loved and you matter and you're precious. I'm so glad you've listened to this podcast. I look so forward to talking with you next time. I'm going to be talking next time about loneliness. It's such a relevant topic. It's become more relevant since COVID. But oh my word, the people that feel lonely and the pain that loneliness can cause us. So I want you to have a good rest of your week. Reach out if you need anything. I love to pray for my listeners. I pray for you every week. And I pray certainly before I ever get on the air to record a podcast. Thank you for listening. I will see you next time.